When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Let's go places. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. College football and Illinois starting off the second half with the football on their first drive, and they are trailing number three Michigan seven to three early stages of this third quarter. And the big story here is the health of Blake Corum, the Heisman candidate running back for the Wolverines, exited the game in the first half with a left knee injury. He is trying to jog things out and hopefully see him on the exercise bike right now, trying to get back into the game in the second half. Elsewhere, number four TCU trying to stay perfect on the season and. A dogfight with Baylor, a game seen on Fox. It's 14-14, early stages of the third quarter. Number eight, Alabama is taking it to Austin P. 17 to nothing as they are just getting underway in that third quarter. Number 19, Florida State is fleecing Louisiana 35-3. And Texas A&M up 13-3 at home against 1-9 UMass in the third quarter. I'm Brian Fenley. It's Fox Football Saturday. Breaks another tackle the 10. He's in. Touchdown. You're listening to Fox Football Saturday. And this is the first half of the best football coverage on the radio. Let's go. Let's go. Let's bring us home. Your football teams are repped here. Fox Football Saturday is now. Stand 
Live from the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, here's Jonas Knox. So we are going to be brutally honest here on this show about what is currently taking place in the world of college football. Some of you may not like it, and we don't care. We'll get into that for you coming up here just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Saturday morning into the afternoon. We appreciate you doing so. We are going to take you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So let's just go ahead and call this weekend what it is in the world of college football. Now, I understand there's a couple of big matchups later on in the Pac-12. Everybody out here in Southern California is geeking out over UCLA and USC. The UCLA finally sold out the Rose Bowl and everybody's jumping for joy because, man, oh, man, this is the biggest matchup in UCLA-USC history that we've seen since this year and this year. And I get all that. And it's fun and it's going to be a fun watch. There's going to be a lot of pageantry. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Everybody's going to be excited about it. Right? You got other big matchups going on in the world of college football later on. In fact, I would argue the Pac-12 might have the two biggest games coming up later on. Whether it's UCLA and USC at the Rose Bowl or Utah and Oregon later, I would argue. Now, some of you might say, what about Colorado-Washington? Probably not. But point being, there are big matchups. So I want to go ahead and preface what I'm about to say by saying that the Pac-12 has delivered some crucial matchups later on, and we've got some fun games that are currently taking place. But let's be realistic here. All this week is, is get Ohio State and Michigan to next weekend undefeated. That's all it is. That's all we're asking for. It's really not that much when you think about it. Just get to next weekend. We understand it's a look-ahead game. Like, Ohio State's got to go to College Park and play Maryland. They shouldn't have any trouble. Now, you would have thought the same thing with Michigan. Unfortunately, Michigan right now is struggling. Blake Corum's been banged up, and Michigan's been struggling, and they are just closely holding on to a 7-3 lead. Second half just started there at the big house. Not ideal. But I don't care if this score stays the way it is. And then all of a sudden you've got doubters saying, oh, my God, is Michigan the real deal? Uh, See, this is what happens. You start playing a team who is ranked majority of the year, and this is how this goes. Look at their non-conference schedule. All that's fine. Just get to next weekend so we can get these two teams undefeated at the game. That's it. That's all we're asking for. It's kind of like that last day before you go on vacation, you're going to work. Like, you're just hoping you get through it. You're not really looking for style points. You don't really care how you dress. You're not really worried about all the the work you actually get done. You're just trying to get through that day so you can focus on vacation. It's getaway day. That's all today is for Ohio State and Michigan. It's getaway day. We got to see it. We got to see these two teams undefeated. 
especially after last year and the celebration that went on and probably is still going on in Ann Arbor because they finally beat Ohio State. We just want to see it. Just get us to that game. Hopefully everybody's intact. Hopefully everybody's healthy. And let's focus on the real story of this weekend in college football. And it's not this weekend in college football. It's next weekend at the Horseshoe in Columbus on Fox Thanksgiving weekend when we can focus on the one of the best matchups, not only in college football, but all of sports for my money, best rivalry game in college football. Let's just get through getaway day and let's focus on the task at hand when it comes up a week from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. So uh, anybody been uh, taking a look at the logistical nightmare that is what the NFL is trying to pull off? Anybody see all this uh, this this crap going on with the Bills and the Browns? Anybody get seen the latest on this? Like you know, I mean, we're we're talking about like members of the Bills who are like hopping on jet skis or having people shovel pathways so they can get to the airport. Like this is what we're like. This is how insane this is. The amount of snow that dropped there was like 40 something inches over a matter of like two days, most in the history of the state of New York. And so they're having to like scramble to try and get these guys to an airport so they can make their afternoon flight so that they can get to Detroit to play a professional football game against the Browns tomorrow. I mean, this, this is, and guess what? This little uh, cluster F that everybody's trying to navigate around, guess what? You get what you have coming to you. I'm sorry. I don't feel the least bit bad. The NFL had an opportunity here. They had an opportunity to present to us a snow globe game. We could turn on our televisions at one Eastern time and watch a snow globe game between the Browns and the Bills. We could have, but what did the NFL do? No, no, no. Out of an abundance of caution, we're going to go ahead and we're going to send these two teams to Detroit. Cool. But here's what's so funny about it. The idea that, well, it's about safety. And you'll get these people that push back and say, Walt, it's for the safety of everyone involved. Boy, that's rich. Coming from a fan base that throws themselves through tables before games. <laughs> yeah, we're all about safety. That's like the time I heard Johnny Knoxville do an interview. And Johnny Knoxville was talking about how many COVID shots and booster shots he's gotten. And how terrified he was of COVID-19. Dude, you fought Butterbean in a jewelry shop and got gored by a rodeo bull. What are you talking about? <laughs> the guy gets shot out of cannons, but he's worried about the vaccine and whether or not he's got a mask on. <laughs> what, are, what are we talking about? You literally made your career being pushed in a shopping cart into a wood chipper, but all of a sudden, that's the concern. Like the NFL and everybody looking out for the safety of Bills fans. They spray themselves with mustard and jump through tables. Like, I mean, literally, like, hey, where do you want this thing? Where do we want what? The RV. Oh, I mean, you just park it there. You're going to the game, right? No, I just need somewhere I can launch off of into this table. Thanks, though. Like, it's ruined. 
Do you understand what we could have had? A hundred inches of snow trying to play in that game. Now, for those of you degenerates out there that are probably gambling on the game and are thinking to yourself, well, wow, this is really going to impact my over-under bet. You got to stop thinking about yourself, okay? You got to start thinking about other people. Right. Not everybody bet the total in the Browns-Bills game. Not everybody's got Nick Chubb or Josh Allen on their fantasy team. Okay, Stop being so selfish. This is about the rest of us. And the rest of us want to see a snow globe game. I want to turn on my TV and I want to be able to watch a football game that looks like the desk on Scarface. Okay? I want snow angels. I want people throwing snowballs at some point. I want to see an embankment of snow pushed off to the side. We could have had all that. Nope. NFL's got to move it to Ford Field. Boy, that's fun because we're not going to get to see Ford Field enough over the next three, four days. For Christ's sake, golden opportunity completely whiffed by the NFL out of an abundance of caution. Oh, and by the way, Anybody happen to take a gander at the weather forecast for kickoff at Orchard Park? Just go on weather.com, type in the zip code, and look up the weather for tomorrow at Orchard Park. I don't even think it's going to snow. There's like a 30% chance or something. Last I checked, temperatures were like 38. You ever seen the movie Alive? It's going to need to be a lot worse before you start eating each other, okay? So let's not pretend like we're sending these guys out into the Iditarod. Like they got to climb Mount Everest and like hobble over dead bodies of people that never made it to the top. Golden opportunity completely ruined. But hey, I'm glad we get to see a picture perfect game at Ford Field. I'm glad we get to see a bunch of points. I'm glad we don't have to worry about the elements. So everybody's fantasy games aren't impacted. Anybody that bet the point total, glad you get what you got. Another example of you being selfish and not thinking about the bigger picture. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. And by the way, you can't do this in Buffalo because you were robbed of a golden opportunity. Robbed. But if you are going to that game in Detroit, you're probably going to tailgate. We're tailgating right now. Think I'm lying? The Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. And nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. All right, so we're going to have the usuals coming up later on. Got another edition of Do You Care? We got some Knox Locks. Uh, listen, last week, tough ending to Knox Locks. I had, had, a, had a real chance to do something special. I'll explain what the hell went wrong later on. We're also going to have another edition of The Scraps. It's all yours. A two-hour extravaganza all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. But coming up next from the Tyrac.com studios, you knew this was going to happen. We all celebrated it at the time, and now everybody's trying to go back retroactively and act like they actually give a damn. The NFL pulling some crap yet again. Something you saw, something that went viral. I'll tell you what that is next here on FSR. This is Knox time right here. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Pauly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course you know us as the host of the number one rated Pauly and Tony Fusco show. World renowned. We all know you're sick and tired of these stupid sports shows where the hosts say stupid things like Tom Brady's the GOAT. Or LeBron James is good at basketball, which he is clearly not. See, we give you smart takes. Yeah. And we also bring on so-called famous guests from across the sports world and show them why we know much more than they do. You're off the show! Are you serious? Listen to the Polly and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? Um, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You've the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. That freaking voodoo music. Oh, man. Sam, you are such a tool. It's actually astonishing how you continue to do yourself as a tool what, what, what is wrong with you well you know you're talking about s- snow yeah a ton of snow up there in the northeast 
So I thought, why don't we bounce back with a little bit of a uh, snow? Yeah, a little okay. informer by snow. Yeah, fair enough. Just a great. Um, it is a great song. Yeah, uh, it sure is, man. This guy <laughs> has such an interesting background. If you read about him, he's he's had a strange life. Yeah, interesting I, uh, life. Yeah, I don't care to read about him. That's oh, a bummer. Thing. Yeah, it's. Uh, but if, for those of you listening on the podcast, uh, we were talking about the snow issues in Buffalo. So Sam decided to play "Snow" by Informer. Uh, is this guy Jamaican? No, by the no, way? it's an Informer by Snow. Is it? Yeah, he's a white rapper, so he's Snow. Oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Huh. He's not Jamaican, but he kind of. So he, if, he kinda, if I was yeah. a rapper, would I be Cloud? <sighs> Translucent. Notebook paper. Sure. Yeah, that's. I, I'll come up with a uh, thick paste. Yeah. Definitely not. I get a Elmer's you. glue. Yeah, no, definitely not that. Uh, not not that at all. <laughs> uh, by the way, Elmer's glue is one of those things that where if you smell it, you'll go right back to second grade immediately. It'll it's yeah. like there's or, like or a rubber warp. cement. Yeah, it's like a time warp yeah. that takes you right back to se- second grade. Well, if you sniff it long enough, you'll hallucinate and think you're in second grade. I remember seeing people pick that off paper and eat it, and even then, non-toxic. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, non toxic. I don't care. Like, listen, mushrooms are non-toxic. I'm not eating them. They're gross. It's a fungus. But I'd probably rather eat glue. For, for any kids listening, don't do it. Just telling you, man. All right. Uh, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. And coming up, uh, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. We're going to hand out another award. It's our TGG Game of the Week. Big time. Big time. Uh, our TGG Game of the Week. Uh, so make sure you stick around for that. That's coming up 10 minutes from now on FSR. So you knew this was going to happen. You knew this was going to happen. Right? There was There was no other option except for this to happen. Because this is what the NFL does. All right. And I'm not going to blame you for celebrating this. I'm not going to I'm not going to blame you guys for celebrating all that went down. But I would just like to point out that there is fault here in a couple of different directions. So here's the latest. Todd Downing, the offensive coordinator of the Tennessee Titans. He celebrated a bit too much after their win over the Packers in Green Bay. And when he got back to Nashville, he got popped for a DUI at like four something in the morning. Okay, listen, celebrating a big win, made a mistake, dumb move, dumb decision. We all agree. Don't drink and drive. We all agree. Everybody gets it. We all agree. And then, of course, what happens next? Well, when did he start drinking? Because that's not allowed on team planes or at the facilities. So what happened? Got off the plane, went straight to a bar? No, no, no. The math doesn't add up here. Okay. So you knew that was where this was going to go. And right when I saw that stuff start to kick in, I knew what was going to happen next. Of course, the Washington Commanders got criticized. And why did they get criticized? Because after their game... And their big win in Philadelphia on Monday night, Taylor Heineke was on the team plane, dressing up like Kirk Cousins with all the jewelry around his neck, all the glasses and everything. And everybody noticed that in front of Taylor Heineke, ooh, psst, hey, do you see what he's got? No, what is it? Look, right there. Well, what's that? It's a bush light. Oh, my God. Oh, golly gee, ruined my damn day. He's got a bush light in front of him on a plane. And so what happened? Well, 
Not allowed to do it. So guess what? Taylor Heineke and other members of the Washington Commanders were fined by the team because they broke rules and had beer on the plane after the game. Okay. First off, I find it hard to believe that these are the only two incidents where people are drinking after games. I find that hard to believe. I don't know about you, but something about it just doesn't add up. And we don't even know if Todd Downing was ripping beer bongs in the locker room in Green Bay after the game, or if he was shoveling booze down his throat on the flight back to Nashville after the game. We have no idea. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. But because we saw the Washington Commanders drink on the plane, it's like, oh my God, how dare they? You had a couple of players must have gone rogue. Okay, hold on. Ron Rivera was a member of the 85 Bears. (laughs) Why don't you look up some of the stories about those guys? in New Orleans for Super Bowl week. Okay? Look up some of those stories. But these must have been, it must have been an isolated incident, and the NFL is satisfied with the Washington Commanders punishing their players the way that they did. They are satisfied by it. All right. Let's go ahead and just identify what the real issue is here. Okay? Because I get the rule. I understand the rule. We don't want... Players or coaches drinking at the facilities, on planes. We, I understand all that. We, we, we are not encouraging players or any coaches to do that. That is strictly, we are strictly against it. That has been put in, and everybody knows that is the situation. You are not allowed to do that. All right. I get it. Okay? Because they don't want incidents to happen like what happened with Andy Reid's son, who was drinking at the facility, got in a car, and and seriously injured a, a young child. We get all that. And now he's been punished for it. We get all that. Everybody agrees. The problem, though, isn't the booze. Okay? The problem is the drinking, or is the driving after the booze. That's the issue. It's not the alcohol. It's the dummies who get in a car and decide they're going to go ahead and drive. It's like the NFL is punishing the wrong thing. And I don't even know if they're punishing it, to be truthful with you. I mean, do you really think nobody else in the league cracks a beer afterward? Didn't the Falcons celebrate with beers in the locker room after a win earlier this year? Fairly certain that happened. You can see Arthur Smith, who, by the way, you know Arthur Smith's 40 years old? That guy's 40 years old. He looks like he was born in the 1800s. He's 40 years old. But never mind that. They were drinking beers in the locker room after a game. Like, the issue is not the alcohol. It's the driving after the alcohol. It's like these people who get popped for a DUI or a second DUI and then say, I'm going to give up drinking. It's like, I got an idea. Yeah, what's that? How about you give up driving after you drink? Why don't we go ahead and do that? Just You know, Uber, like you can literally get it on your phone. Pull out your phone, tap your thumb, and you've got a ride and nothing else to worry about. Literally, like it's, it's great. You think there's multiple options. You could go Uber, you could go Lyft. Some people prefer Lyft. It's cooler colors. Some people, uh, maybe they're not into Uber. You can get a cab in some big cities. There are options here. 
You could even use your Chevrolet legs. You can walk where you need to go. You got choices here. Get a bike. That's eh, probably a bad idea. But the point being, the, the issue, it, it, like everyone being outraged by giving these guys alcohol, that's not the problem. It's the two or three morons who drink and drive. But you knew this was going to happen. And like everybody's celebrating Taylor Heineke after the game. Man, he's he's the everyday man. Drinks Bush Light just like the rest of us. Who didn't drink Bush Light? I drank Bush Light. Well, my first radio job in Charleston, South Carolina, it was the only thing I could afford. You could get a 30 box of Bush Light for $12.99. It was phenomenal. You take it home, throw it in the fridge. And make it cold enough to where you don't know the difference. You know, like, it's sometimes what you got to do. Everybody was celebrating Taylor Heineke. Everybody thought the Falcons drinking beers afterwards was, man, this is so awesome. That shows unity. But because one guy gets popped for a DUI, now all of a sudden we got to throw everything out. And I got news for you. I don't buy for a second that this isn't going to happen again this season. In fact, I'd be willing to bet a significant sum. It's probably going to happen this weekend in the NFL. Team wins a game, get on a plane, have a drink. As long as they're not driving or as long as they're not being reckless. Like, that's all that matters. Having a drink isn't the end of the world. But you knew where this was going to go. The second I started to see some people question, oh my God, I mean, what's the timeline on this? Todd Downing, what? I knew where this was going to go because it happens every time. And the NFL freaks out and they got to overcorrect everything because they, they want to make sure they've got good PR. Like they're always, they always do this stuff afterwards. You knew it was going to happen in the NFL. You knew it. But I remember hearing stories, like the idea guys don't drink on planes. I remember hearing a story from a former player who said, back when he played, when you got on the plane, at your seat was a beer and a plastic cup with pills. Like, that's that's what they would do. Here's a beer, who knows, Vicodin, whatever the hell it was. I know you're probably hurting. Now you got to be up in a plane. You know, you're probably going to swell up a little bit. It's going to be an issue. Here you go. Here's a uh, here's an MGD and a couple of Vicodin. And let's go ahead and just uh, everybody relax here. It's been going on in the NFL forever, but not everybody's an idiot and abuses the privilege and goes out and drinks and drives and injures somebody or just gets pulled over for a DUI. We all agree that's a dumb move and a dumb decision, and if you get popped, you get what you got coming to you. But the idea that, oh, my God, no more. This is prohibited here in the NFL. Okay. Meanwhile, we are brought to you by Bud Light. It's just like the whole thing. It's like, make it make sense. Let's go live. Let's go live to our I, too, drink Bush Light Insider, Iowa Sam, for the latest. Well, I don't drink that, but I was going to say that, you know, I think that the, uh, the World Cup, people in Qatar caught wind of this scandal and that's why they decided you know no Budweiser no alcohol inside the stadiums at the World Cup in Qatar yeah let let me they got bigger issues there a you want a Bud Zero have you ever had a Bud Zero no I haven't I didn't even know it existed okay a they got problems here uh, with the World Cup all right which by the way you can't see on Fox gonna be tremendous but 
like to point out, we still haven't gotten a clear directive as to how to pronounce the name. Is it Qatar or Qatar? Because I've heard two different versions, right? So until somebody figures that out, then, then, then I don't want anybody saying the name. That's the biggest problem? Yeah. Is the, the, the name pronunciation? And then also, when you tell people, hey, you're paying for this, come over and watch the World Cup, and they get there to their quote-unquote hotel room, and it's a Coleman tent, <laughs> and the zipper doesn't work. It's like the fire Festival. Yeah, like, what are we, like... What, what was that, what was the, uh, what was the, the Olympics in Russia? Oh, where the wild dogs well, were running around? They were basically still building stuff as the event started. I, I there would be like a bathroom or a toilet just alone and like next to the, the, the bedroom. So, yeah. Here's, next to the bed. But here's what they would do. So to try and fit more people in because the lines were so long, they had two toilets in a stall. Like, imagine dropping down. <laughs> <laughs> imagine dropping down because you had like some bad Russian food and you're sitting and all of a sudden some guy walks in next to you and you're just looking over at him like, what's up, buddy? That uh, those uh, pork rinds got you too. Yeah, man, I hate when that happens. Like, <laughs> you know, like what do we do? Like, just like, but again, you know, I don't know how to pronounce a name. I've heard two different versions, and uh, and I don't care who that offends. But blame yourselves. You've t- you've said cutter. You've said guitar. You can figure out which lane you want to go in, and then you, you show up for the hotel you thought you were gonna get, and it's literally a tent, and the zippers broke. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? But point being, uh, now you can't drink there, which makes it even that much worse. But we all agree, don't drink and drive. Moral of the story here. Unbelievable. All right, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates, and we appreciate you doing so here. Coming up, uh, we are going to get to uh, a game that is deserving of an award. Deserving of an award. We're going to hand out that award. That's coming up next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, make some noise. Pound your tennis rackets together. For Brian Finley. Yeah. Jonas, I take you for an O'Doul's fan. And, you know, you talk about all these beers. I've had O'Doul's at a strip club. Wow. Yeah, that's... uh so, at, um, oh God, I hope my wife's not listening. Uh, was, actually, you know what? It was before we met. Oh. We're good. I think so. Uh, but um, certain strip clubs out here in Southern California, I don't know how it is nowadays, but back then, if you went to a strip club and it was fully nude, you, they, you couldn't drink alcohol. Mm. It was like a weird law. So, yeah, we, we just drank at O'Doul's and, and listened to, like, Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> That's, like, the go-to at every uh, strip club. Didn't you, know? you work there, too, yourself? Yeah, I did. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, yeah. I did. I, I was the money collector. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. That's yeah. what they call it. Yeah, okay. with, with my hands tied behind my back. <laughs> yes. yes. Is you that what you wanted, Finley? <laughs> you like to steer me into the ditch? Is that what you wanted? There you hey. go. You got what you want. I'm like a wind-up toy. <laughs> Finley winds me up, and he knows I'm going to go off the rails. He does it every time. Well, speaking of steering somebody or yeah. something into a ditch, Jimbo Fisher. So, you, you know, he had vaunted this recruiting class as number one of the country. Well, Kyle Field, where he's playing his game with AM, they're up just 13 to 3 against 1 and 9 UMass. They announced 90,000 worth of game. But if you look at the pictures, Jonas, after the third quarter, there were probably as many people in Kyle Field as would show up to one of your. JV football games. It's completely oh, yeah. desolate in there. There are no fans, and it's in the fourth quarter. And by the way, Jimbo Fisher's buyout 
just over $85 million. So that's a little bit of change there. Are you saying this might actually happen? Or are you trying to hint that, uh, that that maybe there's a possibility? Somebody may be thinking we need to get rid of uh, Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M. Is that what you're saying? I'm not the only person that would be thinking that. But this is a losing season for a guy who claimed to have the number one recruiting class in the country. I mean, they're getting an action right there. Getting a, they're getting an argument in a fight. <laughs> Thank you. By the way, Jimbo <laughs> Fisher sounds like every guy you would meet pumping gas in, uh, in like, uh, you know, Tulsa. Yeah. <laughs> Marlboro Lights. <laughs> Diet Mountain Dew. Did I tell you about the guy? Some scratchers. I tell you about the guy in Kentucky when Brady Quinn and I were dropping off the rental car. We were dropping off the rental car at the airport in Kentucky, and we didn't know where to leave the car. So I walk up to the guy and I go, hey, um, where should I leave the car here? Turn around, I'll put it to you inside. They're getting an action right there. They're getting an argument. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll just leave right there. Put the keys inside. I like, what? And I looked at Brady. I was like, what? I was like, what did he say? He goes, why well, family from here? And I'm pretty sure he said, leave the car there and put the keys inside. I was like, okay, that's fine. Just very, very fast, very thick accent, you know. And you happen to be wearing a low-cut V-neck, but we're not yeah, going to so get what? into that. That's not what's part of the story. Pro- what's your problem with V-necks? There, there's nothing wrong with them. I'm just pointing it out. I'm just adding more to the story that needs to be told. Everybody needs a deep V. And, in fact, I don't think V-necks are deep enough. You need to step through the collar to put it on <laughs> in my world. <laughs> yes. No doubt. So, number three, Michigan. You pointed this out, Jonas. They're in trouble right now as they're behind Illinois 17-10 to 10 in the second half. A Chase Brown 37-yard touchdown here has the fighting Illini up with seconds to go in the third quarter as I adjust the microphone ever so professionally. That's all right. Isn't yeah. that, by the way, isn't that his, is that his second or third touchdown today? That is his second. Jesus. So, he's got two. Come on, Michigan. Jesus, man. And the other thing, Jonas, is their stud running back, Blake Corum, who is one of those Heisman candidates. So he had an injury to his left knee, and then he came out with the team in the second half, looked like maybe he was going to go, took a handoff. We haven't seen him since early in the third quarter. So, bad, man. Yeah, so not a good look there. Meanwhile, we got an interesting game happening between number 4 TCU and Baylor, where Baylor has a lead. A Kelsey Johnson touchdown has the Bears at 6-4 and four game that can be seen on Fox television ahead 21 to 20 10 minutes to go and again the Horn Frogs are number four in the rankings here trying to keep that perfect mark intact number eight Alabama is just blowtorching Austin P 34 to nothing 1245 left in the fourth quarter number 19 Florida State is taking it out on Louisiana 49 to three they actually scheduled that game into the third quarter and we did point out the struggles with Texas A&M Florida is trailing Vanderbilt 28 to 18 as they're just getting started in that fourth quarter as we send it back to our man Jonas Knox the non-alcohol beer maestro thank you Brian jeez (laughs) the compliments on this show but and so Baylor just scored again so they're up 27 20 Michigan's losing so could we see three and four go down this week oh man all, all I want, by the way, we are going to hand out an award. We'll do that later on. We don't have time right now. Okay, we got to we got to pay you know proper respects to the clock. We are clock guys here. Some of you, some of these hosts here like to butcher the clock. Like those uh, those J offs on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. They're always butchering the clock. Never heard of them. Not this show. Professionals. Jerkass. But all I want is for two SEC teams to get in. That's really that's all I'm asking for here. Just because it would piss everybody off. 
You know, you just you just want to see it, and I just want to see the outrage. Whatever equation we can manage, and listen, if Michigan's got to be sacrificed for it to happen, then it's got to happen. And I love Michigan. If TCU's got to be sacrificed, I'm sorry, it's what's got to happen. Whatever's going to get two SEC teams in, that is really the goal here. Multiple SEC teams in, because we're not going to have this problem anymore. I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. When we expand the playoffs, then it's like, what are you really bitching about? We got 12 teams, and that's going to happen sooner or later. You know, it's like the people that still complain about the teams that don't make it into the NCAA tournament. <laughs> There's 68. <laughs> I don't like, how many more? Like, oh my God. Like, let's expand the tournament. Let's, 96, man, that 97th team in my uh, RPI, uh, they didn't, uh, you know, they, they deserve to be. It's like, what are, we do- what are we doing here? Come on. But if we could get two SEC teams in, and this opens up the door, then it has to happen. I'm sorry. These are just the rules. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, so coming up next here from the TireRack.com studios, there is uh, something we do every single week in which we like to point out just some of the laughable things that people are outraged by in the world of sports. We're doing that next. It's another edition of Do You Care right here on FSR. I don't care! Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up, top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. We are going to have another edition of Knox Locks. Lots to discuss from last week's edition and also uh, look ahead to this week. Feeling actually pretty good about this week's picks. And I shouldn't, because a couple of these teams, uh, well, one one specific, well, actually, yeah, I shouldn't feel great about this week's picks. But point being, we're going to get to that here coming up a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, giving you a quick update as the game to watch right now in the world of college football. Michigan has just kicked a field goal. They are still trailing 17-13. Illinois with the lead in the big house. 12 and a half minutes to go there. And on Fox right now, Baylor has a 28-20 lead over TCU. Under nine minutes to go there. So number three and number four both in trouble. Both trailing right now. And so we will keep you updated on that as well too here on FSR. But right now it is time for something we do every single week and it's called this there are so many stories in the world of sports and most of them are a complete waste of time tmz reports now let's get kinky here's some of the big stories from the last week but jonas the real question is do you care and for that we turn it over to our executive producer bo benson to find out what the hell's going on bo all right jonas uh, starting off today last night tensions boiled over between Giannis antetokounmpo and montrez harrell of the sixers after the game as uh, Giannis wanted to go out and practice free throws and a uh, sixers employee apparently set up a ladder in front of the hoop to stop him from doing so Giannis threw down the ladder and uh, montrez came over and took his ball it was very uh, very nba drama so uh, jonas do you care about this one i kind of do because it's so weird <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like here, so Giannis afterwards, like he tried to explain it and say that, well, you know, I just needed to get my work in because he's been awful from the foul line the past couple of games. I think he's like eight for like 21 or some crap. Like, like he's just been brutal. And so he wanted to get some extra work in. 
And so Montrez Harrell was getting pissed because he wanted to get some work. Like, don't they have two rims and a bunch of balls there? That's what's so weird about it. And so then, like, the workers, after after Giannis goes and gets a couple of basketballs to try and finish his free throws, these workers put up a ladder because they probably got to change the nets. They probably got to adjust the rims and all that. And he, like, moved the ladder twice because he told them, hey, move the ladder. They said no. And so then when he moved the ladder, it knocked over. Like, the whole thing the whole thing's just odd. Like, I get it. You're pissed off. But, dude, they got a job to do. And and he's trying to say, well, my reputation precedes me. Yeah, but you know how you get rid of that reputation? Crap like this. Next. Yeah. The, uh, the World Cup that we were just talking about uh, has banned the sale of alcohol to fans, but I believe the uh, global elites will still be allowed to drink alcohol from their boxes. Uh, do you care about this one? Yeah, what a, what a dumb decision. Yeah. It's just, it's like, and, and they're sponsored by Budweiser, correct? I, I think Budweiser is a giant sponsor there. Like, dude, I mean, who cares? If people are going to have, and I get it, there's rules and there's laws and regulations there, but it's like they had a they had an area where you could drink, and now like right as people arrive, then they take it all away, and then you had I think it's the president of FIFA or somebody who, was, who came out and said, well, I think they'll survive if they're not going to have to drink for three hours. Yeah, I know. And I would probably live longer if I didn't want to eat boneless buffalo wings twice a week. But guess what? Sometimes I want what I want. Right? Why don't you, why don't you not try and regulate everything? I mean, uh, turn it into a regular old California. You know what I mean? Next! <laughs> the, uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes take on the Minnesota Golden Gophers in a game that Iowa Sam tells me is important. Uh, Jonas, does anyone care about this no, one? No one cares about this. Yes, I don't right. give it. Why is it important? Is Iowa going to break the 100-point mark this year? <laughs> well, actually, so if Illinois wins this game against Michigan, the Minnesota-Iowa game is a moot point. because so I think that Illinois will be back in the driver's seat. But if Illinois loses and Iowa wins out, they will win the division. So and Minnesota also has an opportunity to win the division if they win today and then some other things break in their favor. Are they eventually going to split up those two divisions and just go top two teams from the conference? Because the yes. SEC is going to do the, that. Well, the divisions are going away from what I understand. Yeah. And it's probably going to be blending into the further you know, yes. landscape of basically having a couple mega conferences. And so, so basically, this is Iowa's last chance at a, at a Big Ten championship is what you're saying. Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, like, sometimes they have, you know, a, a a year, a charmed year, where if they don't have to play, you know, they'd prefer to play undefeated. You know what I mean? Hey, undefeated. Sam, I'm making, not making in, any in sense. In the words of Rick Pitino, Nate Stanley ain't walking through that door. <laughs> Sean Green's <laughs> not walking through that door, okay? That's a throwback. Uh, what else we got, Bo? All right. The, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers reportedly feel optimistic about Tom Brady returning to the team uh, next season, 2023. Do you care about this one? Uh, yeah, kind of. I, I mean, love it. I love it. Like, well, yeah, they should feel optimistic. I mean, the only thing that was wanting him to retire is gone now. So what is the, what's the, I mean, what are we talking about here? So, I mean, it's either there. Look, I think San Francisco is a real possibility. I, I think he's always wanted to play back home for his childhood team. He's completely available after this year uh, on the field and off. And he, that's why he didn't want his franchise tag. That's why he wants to be able to do what he wants to do afterwards. And so we get to see how it plays out next. All right, Jonas, it's looking like my baby might allow me to finally go see Black Panther Wakanda forever this evening. Uh, do you care about that one at all? Yes, because as a parent, hey, I love it. Here. I know what you're talking about. You just see one of the things that you realize when you become a parent you don't have days off anymore. No. You have windows. Yep. All right. You got an hour. You got two hours. 
It's why people that become parents all of a sudden pick up new hobbies or, oh, sure, I'll take the trash out because sometimes that's your only two minutes of freedom without somebody jabbing you with some sort of a device they picked up off a counter. He's the daddy. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. So we are going to get into our Knox Locks, our look ahead, our picks, predictions for week 11 in the NFL. That'll be coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Saturday afternoon. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific through the rest of the hour here. And we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. So giving you a quick update on the situation, the matter at hand here. The Michigan Wolverines are trailing at home to Illinois. They have picked up a stop. They've got the ball back. They're looking to take the go-ahead lead, hopefully for the remainder of the game with eight minutes left, down 17-13. 
Michigan had a lead early, and it's been all Illinois for the past, uh, I would say, the second half has been all Illinois. And so Michigan, uh, who settled for a field goal last time out, trailing the, the Illini, who are a good football team. I mean, a lot of people thought, well, you know, they're just in that, you know, inferior portion of the Big Ten, so don't even worry about Illinois. And it's like, no, I mean, they, they were ranked for a while. I mean, they don't have the, the most you know, uh, the the most egregious offense in the world, and that belongs to Iowa. They're not, you know, setting scoring records by any means. But Illinois is a decent football team. Brett Bielema, who, by the way, it's so funny when Brett Bielema called out his players last year, basically just talked about the depth of his offensive line, that there are, you know, there, there are players here that, you know, wouldn't, you know, wouldn't be four stars or five stars anywhere else. And basically just knocked the performance of his players and the talent level there. And everybody was outraged. How could you talk about his players like that? What's wrong with Brett Bielema? And this is the best Illinois team they've had in years, years. So whatever he's doing there, it's working, and he's a good football coach, and he's proven it uh, a couple different times in his career. And he's got a lead against Michigan, who's now got a second and nine under seven minutes to go. And they're showing the Michigan sidelines, and they are all tightened up. Like the Michigan sidelines, the fan base, now they've got a critical third down coming up here. Deep in their own territory. Six minutes and change to go. And they have not been able to produce anything on offense. Uh, TCU, the fourth-ranked team in the country, down 28-26 at Baylor. They're under two minutes to go there. So now TCU's starting to use their timeouts because they're in a tough spot in Waco. Everybody knew that was going to be a tough game for TCU. Baylor's much better than their 6-4 and four record, and it's why the betting line with an undefeated team going on the road was sitting at like two points, two, two and a half points for uh, for TCU there. And so uh, so we'll keep you updated on that one as well, too. And, and a major, major moment in that Michigan-Illinois game just took place. On a third and long, J.J. McCarthy bobbled the snap, dropped it, picked it back up, and then threw and completed for a first down. That is a massive play. Normally, you cover that ball up and just don't try and lose possession, but he was able to pick that ball up, convert a first down, and now they're driving, approaching the red zone of the Illinois Fighting Illini. Illinois now calling a timeout. So under six minutes left there, Illinois with a 17-13 lead over number three Michigan, and now you've got Baylor looking to run out the clock on TCU and try and pull off the upset there in Waco. So uh, over on Fox, you can watch that game as well, too. You listen to this show while you watch it, I would hope. Uh, But there's the update here on the two big games of note right now uh, in the world of college football. Jonas Knox here on FSR. You can hang out with me, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. And you can find me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, All right, so let's go ahead and look back at what happened last week. Because sometimes... You know, I'm not a selfish person. And because I'm not a selfish person, I can recognize that there's a bigger picture here. You know, like, I'm not like one of these people who's celebrating the fact that the Bills game got moved to Detroit like we talked about earlier. I'm not one of those people who's only worried about my fantasy team or worried about my point total that I bet on. I'm actually, I'm I'm wondering, how is this going to impact everybody else? And so, for me... I want to see a snow game. We're not going to get to see a snow game because the NFL wanted to pretend like they're worried about safety. Meanwhile, you get a fan base that throws himself through tables. A little odd, but who cares? We're on, on to the next game, on to the next round of games. But 
if you watch last week, speaking of the Bills, that game against the Vikings, I had the Bills minus three in that game because it wasn't even announced that Josh Allen was going to play. Everybody thought Case Keenum was going to be the guy. And so the line had dropped. And immediately after Josh Allen was announced, the start of the line shot back up. But I got it in. If you listen to the show in real time, I got that bet in. Bills minus three. I'm okay with that loss because that's one of the best regular season football games I've ever seen. That Vikings-Bills game, unbelievable. I can assure you, when they do the recap during the summer, when NFL Network's looking to fill time, and they're doing recaps and they're replaying games, that will be the best game, the top of the list, that they will replay most often during the summertime. And I might watch it again. It was that good. Absolutely fantastic. Tremendous football. Probably should have won. Had an opportunity. Fumbled at the goal line. But when you go back and you see just the porous officiating, the fact that there were 12 men on the field for the Bills at one point, the fact that you had uh, the Gabe Davis catch that should have been reviewed and wasn't, the right team won the game. It got me a loss, but the right team won, although we did pick up a win. Tampa Bay minus two and a half in Germany against the Seahawks. Anybody notice how much more energy there was at the Germany game than the London game? The Germans. I'm telling you. It's Ramstein, man. I'm telling you. Like, if you want to know, like, and here's the thing, you shouldn't be surprised that Germany was like that as opposed to what was happening in London. You shouldn't be surprised. And here's why you shouldn't be surprised. Go on YouTube, throw on a Coldplay concert, and then throw on a Ramstein concert, and you tell me which one's got more energy. That's why that played out the way that it did. Tampa Bay got the win and they covered. And then also the Chargers getting seven and a half points on Sunday night football. It was close. It was close, but we did hit on that. So a successful two and one performance. All right. We, we are excited about that. A two and one performance last week in week 10. It puts us at 13, 15 and two on the season. I know it's not been great, but we're trying to dig out of it. And the digging continues now. Lock it. Let's lock in. And now, and now, Knox Locks. Lions and Giants. The Giants are a three-point favorite. This is a one Eastern time kickoff on Fox. And I'm taking the Giants. And in fact, I think the Giants roll. Can I just tell you, and, and listen, this is probably cruel to do because Detroit just won two straight games. Detroit stinks. Like, like, let's just call it what it is. I know they beat Green Bay. Green Bay's not a good football team. And they beat the Bears last week. The Bears collapsed. They gave that game to Detroit. And some of the officiating in that game was suspect at best. Detroit's not a good football team. And I feel like the Giants are sitting around waiting to get some sort of respect. The Giants are sitting around going, hey, can we get a little bit of love? Can, can somebody pay attention to us? Everybody's talking about Robert Sala and Zach Wilson and all the all the stuff going on with the Jets. The Giants are about to be eight and two. Nobody had this happening. The Giants are about to be eight and two with a quarterback they don't even want. They didn't even pick up Daniel Jones's option. 
And yet here we are, and it feels like all the buzz and all the attention has gone to the Jets, and the Giants are sitting there only a three-point favorite at home against the Lions. I love the Giants in this spot. I don't buy into Detroit's two-game winning streak at all. Give me the G-Men minus three. Raiders at Broncos. All right, this might be a mistake. In a matchup of two of the most underachieving teams in the NFL all season long, Give me the Raiders getting three points on the road. I'll take Las Vegas. I think last week was rock bottom. I really do. I mean, you had Derek Carr show up to the postgame press conference crying. Like, what, what? What? Did somebody shoot your dog? What happened? I, I mean, I, I get it. You're, t- you're frustrated. You're tired of losing. Let me tell you what nine years of losing. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what nine years of losing. What the remedy is for nine years of losing. Like $120 million. Like if you were to tell me. Hey the next nine years are going to suck. But we're going to give you $120 million. I'd, I'd say. Why don't we make it an even 10. Make it an even 10. For, for whatever you're willing to make. or what, And he's probably made more than $120 million. But, like, you know, you got Derek Carr crying. You've got Mark Davis having to continue to give a vote of confidence to his head coach. And now there's people saying, well, the only reason that uh, Josh McDaniels isn't fired is because Mark Davis is cash poor and he can't afford it. And, by the way, that was something that you heard on this network. Brady Quinn called that a long time ago. But the idea that that all of a sudden that the Raiders are just going to melt and fall apart and just this season is going to go by the wayside after everything that's taken place. I just, I, I don't buy it. I think they get right here. I think Denver's got bigger problems than the Raiders do, to be honest with you. The Russell Wilson thing seems odd. The Raiders have guys on that locker room that maybe don't like each other, but I do like the Raiders in this spot. Give me the Las Vegas Raiders minus three on the road. Cowboys at Vikings. All right, this is one of those lines that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. The Dallas Cowboys are favored over the Minnesota Vikings, and they shouldn't be. Why is Dallas favored over Minnesota after especially what we saw last week? Minnesota going to Buffalo and winning that game. Dallas defecating all over themselves. Dak Prescott playing poorly at Green Bay. And what you saw from Green Bay on Thursday night, the Dallas Cowboys lost to that team. So why are the Dallas Cowboys favored over the Minnesota Vikings? It could be that somebody knows something that we don't know, or it could be that the start time has got everybody second-guessing the Minnesota Vikings. I started this on this network a couple of years ago. I get most things wrong. I was spot on with this. I told everybody, Kirk Cousins' problem in primetime is his body clock. If you go back and listen and read reports about Kirk Cousins coming out of college, he's got borderline OCD. He's got like a he's got like an Excel spreadsheet color coded of everything he's got to do that day. Everything's mapped out. Everything's planned accordingly. That's why when you look at his record, you look at his performances in one Eastern time games as opposed to everywhere else, it's that much drastically different. It's that drastically different is because Kirk Cousins has got borderline OCD. And so I'm looking at Kirk Cousins and I go, you're just coming off the biggest win of the season. Everybody acknowledges Minnesota's the real deal. And you're an underdog to Dallas at home? Oh, 425 Eastern time kickoff. 
Somebody must know something. Somebody must be paying attention to Fox Sports Radio. They would have heard this a couple of years ago, like many people have stolen from this network before. So with that being said, I'm riding with the Dallas Cowboys minus a point and a half on the road at Minnesota. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever except for somebody knows something and the start time. Give me the Cowboys. And that is your week 11 edition of Knox Locks. Speaking of betting, football fans, be sure to tune in to Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM on Sunday morning, three hours before kickoff. That's right. Tune in on Sunday morning at a 10 a.m. Eastern time, 7 o'clock Pacific. That's tomorrow morning as we take you live all the way to kickoff on Fox Sports Radio on the iHeartRadio app, presented by BetMGM. MGM. We do have a major update in the world of college football. A crazy scene just played out. A crazy scene just played out with a top four team in the country. We'll give you the details of it. That's next here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up in, uh, we'll call it about 10 minutes from now, we are going to hand out an award. We wanted to do this last hour, but we were short on time, so we wanted to make sure we have full time here. But it is our uh, our TGG Game of the Week. Some people would say TGFG Game of the Week, whatever you want to call it. We're handing out an award. Somebody should feel special, and it's yours coming up here in about 10 minutes from now. Uh, we are going to uh, give you an update here on the very latest in Ann Arbor, because it is a tight one there between Illinois and Michigan. But first... Welcome to the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. So Michigan was driving. They were in the red zone. They kicked a field goal. So they are now trailing Illinois 17 to 16. Illinois got a third and 17 deep inside their own territory. They're just going to run the football and play the clock here and uh, play it safe and then punt it away, hopefully. And Michigan will get the ball back here with two minutes and change with an opportunity to go down and potentially win this game. It's been all Illinois in the second half as the Michigan Wolverines, the third ranked team in the country, are looking to survive. Again, 224 left to go. They're in the game, and uh, Michigan is going to get the football back as Illinois has got a fourth and long. They're going to punt from deep inside their own territory. I said it earlier. I don't care if Michigan wins this game 19-17. I don't care if Michigan forces a safety right now because they're punting deep in their own end. Illinois is, and Michigan wins this game 18-17. I don't give a rip. Just get to next week undefeated so we can see undefeated Michigan and undefeated Ohio State. Like this, this feels like the typical look ahead game. They're looking forward to next week. They know Ohio State's going to have revenge on their mind after all the celebrating by the Wolverines last year. But just get to next week, win this game, and let's get some undefeated teams at the Horseshoe in Columbus on Thanksgiving weekend. That's what we need. And so Illinois has just punted it away. Michigan's going to have great field position. They are going to take over with 2.15 to go in the game. 
no timeouts, down 17-16, and they are at their own 48-yard line. So they're right about midfield. So you'd imagine they've got to go maybe another 25, 30 yards to set up a potential game-winning field goal, and the offense has not looked great all day long. So uh, we'll see if uh, Michigan can get it done there. Uh, now, the other top four team that was in action was the TCU Horn Frogs. They were number four in the country coming into the game. They had been struggling all game long in Waco at Baylor. They were trailing late. They had to rush the field goal unit onto the field to try and win the game at Baylor. And here's how it sounded. Take it away, Brian Estridge from Learfield. Griffin Kale plenty on it, and Griffin Kale has nailed it. Bow! How about that, boys? The Frogs survive here in Waco. Kale nails it. TCU wins 29-28. And it was actually pretty impressive because they were scrambling to get the field goal unit on. There was a play. The clock was running. They had to rush those guys out there, get the entire unit on, get them set, get them down, and then kick the and make the kick with time running down. So it was impressive on the road like that. Baylor thought they had them. Baylor falls to six and five, but that's a damn good six and five football team. Uh, much better than their record would indicate. And TCU survives, so they look to stay in the top four. The fourth ranked Horn Frogs, twenty nine twenty eight, the win over Baylor in Waco. So that is your update here. Uh, Michigan uh, does have the football again. They are now uh, looking at. Uh, I guess we've got a fourth and three coming up. Michigan was stopped on third and three for no gain clock is running a minute 20 to go there in Ann Arbor and on a fourth and three Michigan's got the football at about the Illinois 45 yard line again no timeouts and Michigan looking to try and stay alive in this game if they do not convert the fourth down here this game is over and Michigan is going to be upset by Illinois a disastrous game if Michigan loses this one so we've got a fourth and three for the Michigan Wolverines McCarthy is going to pick up the first down a little flare pass and Michigan's going to stay alive so they're going to have a brand new set of downs inside the 40 of Illinois and uh, they are stressed as stressed out as hell there in Ann Arbor I got news for you if you're a Michigan fan drinking during this game thoughts and prayers because the problem is when you're drinking during a stressful sporting event you don't realize how smoked you actually are until you get up to use the restroom Right. That I used to I remember I used to drink during boxing events because I love boxing and we do have a pass interference now in Illinois. Uh, Looks like they're going to call it. And uh, Michigan's going to have great field position with under 50 seconds to go. But I remember watching like boxing events or UFC events and I I love them, like love the UFC, love boxing. And I would be so into it that I wouldn't. It was almost like a nervous habit. You would just start drinking and I remember like getting up to go like uh, use the restroom and falling over the coffee table because I just I had I didn't realize how much I had actually drank because my nerves were so out of whack. That's what Michigan fans are feeling right now. Hey, I don't because you're just is that Isaac Lohenkron? Because you are just trying to get to next week's game, and Illinois has been a pain in your ass the entire time. 
an absolute pain in your ass the entire time. So for the uh, for the Michigan fans out there that are just struggling to try and stay sober uh, uh, long enough to try and get to where they need to go after this game, my thoughts and prayers to you because this is a dicey one to try and do that with. And McCarthy just threw a, a pass into the end zone. It is incomplete. And so Michigan will have a second and 10, 40 seconds to go there at the big house in Ann Arbor. It is uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. All right, so we got a couple of things we want to get to. We're going to hand out an award. It is our TGG or TGFG. We're still efforting. Game of the week coming up here shortly. Plus, somebody in the NFL who absolutely cannot win no matter what. I'll tell you who that is. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, including what the hell is happening in Ann Arbor, it's Brian Finley. Yeah, Jonas, it looked like we had a potential few big-time upsets that really could have shaken up things in the college football playoff scenario. And it looks like Michigan, as they make a completion here inside the 20-yard line, down a point, Illinois 17-16, to the number three Wolverines with 30 seconds to go here in the fourth quarter. And they're going to have an opportunity here where they're going to, it looks as if on third and five, yeah, they're going to down it there and, and, and clock it. So they're going to bring out the field goal unit here to try to win it, preserve their winning streak and their unblemished mark, which would take them with a win and a made field goal at 11-0. Then there were all kinds of shenanigans that happened at TCU and Baylor and the number four Horn Frogs trying to stay perfect as well, and they try to do so, relying on their kicker in a last-second situation. Griffin Kale plenty on it, and Griffin Kale has nailed it. Bow! How about that, boys? The Frogs survive here in Waco. Kale nails it. TCU wins 29-28. TCU Radio Network, that was the same kicker that earlier in the game missed an extra point, so get some redemption there for the now 11-0 TCU Horn Frogs. Some of the games that have already wrapped up, we did see a dominant win, no surprise here, for number eight Alabama as they got it done against Austin P. 34 to nothing. 19th-ranked Florida State flourishing against Louisiana 49 to 17 Mississippi State towering over East Tennessee State and UMass put up a fight but they fall to 1 and 10 on the road against Texas A&M who wins it 20 to 3 wins for Vanderbilt over Florida, 31 to 24. UConn finishes out their regular season at six and six after a W for Army and Hugh Freeze's Liberty. They fall against Virginia Tech, who is now out to three and eight on the season. So Jonas, as I send it back to you, Hugh Freeze, certainly one of those names being thrown around there for a couple of premium college football power five positions. And we'll see now with how he's kind of tapered off a little bit, a couple recent losses for his team. But you know who's always a good man to be a part of and be on his team? It's Jonas Knox. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Finley. Never heard of him. Uh, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Um, all right, so coming up, we'll call it about 15 minutes from now from the Tyrac.com studios. We are going to get to the scraps. Things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to touch on yet. They will be yours again 15 minutes from now here on FSR. We always do that to put a bow on this bad boy every single week. So the latest in Michigan or at uh, Michigan and Illinois in Ann Arbor, uh, the Michigan Wolverines have a third and five now. Now, they did clock it. The previous play was reviewed, 
And so Michigan clocked it. Now on a third and five, they're going to go for it to try and get a little bit closer, my assumption would be. And it's a deflected pass down to the ground. So Michigan's going to have a fourth and five, and they're going to try and kick a field goal to win this game. So Illinois got a 17-16 lead over Michigan. Fourth quarter, 13 seconds to go there. I mean... Look, Illinois is a good team, no doubt about it. I mean, they're seven and three. They were ranked for quite a few weeks. So Illinois is a good team. But this is a disastrous loss for Michigan. Jake Moody is out to try and uh, kick them into the game next week, still ranked, and it is up. And it is good. Jake Moody's been dynamite in the second half. He's got three field goals. And Michigan's now got a 19-17 lead over Illinois. Nine seconds to go there in Ann Arbor at the big house. Could you imagine they they kick this off and Illinois returns it for a touchdown? <laughs> you know, like there's some guy in Vegas right now who's got Michigan on the money line. If that happened and Illinois returned this kick or this squib kick for a touchdown, that guy would immediately swallow a handful of cigarette butts and jump into the Bellagio fountain. It's over. His family will never hear from him again. Ever. That guy, he's going to get so ripped. He's going to like climb up to the top of New York, New York, and try and look under the Statue of Liberty's dress. (laughs) This is going to be a disaster. But, hey, maybe that's not going to happen. So Michigan does uh, convert on the field goal. It is a 19-17 lead for the Wolverines. Jake Moody, three clutch kicks in the second half for Michigan. 19-17, they've got a lead over Illinois. And uh, this has been a fun game. Fun game, and uh, we will keep you up to speed as to how this one finishes up here. Let's go live to our I Have a Thought on Jake Moody insider, Iowa Sam, for the latest, Sam. Uh, Not a thought on Jake Moody, but I do want to add that, you know, Illinois was 7-1. Uh, bef- now they're on in the midst of a what will be a three-game yes. losing streak. The ar- their only loss was to Indiana, and that was the opening Big Ten game for them. Yeah, uh, a bad Indiana team, I might add. Um, so really, Illinois looked like they were running away with the West Division up until the last couple of weeks. So who does this set up nicely for? What do you? What do you? Well, at? <laughs> do you want me to read you the? Uh, the tiebreakers here? Yeah, let's see. Let's okay. hear these tiebreakers. I'm going to pull this up. Can I posted you, okay, this to Twitter. Can you leave, this is radio. Can you make this entertaining for the audience? Can we? Can we? For, hey, for listeners out there, can we? Sam, could you fire up? Hey, hit whatever music you got on the bed in front of you, and then let's let's hear the tiebreakers in the Big Ten. All right, this is a Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are you doing? Making love to your phone? Come on. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready? Are you ready for this? Notable Big Ten West clinching scenarios: Purdue. Win both games and Iowa loses. Iowa win both games and Illinois loses. <laughs> Illinois win both games and Purdue loses. Uh, obviously, it looks like Illinois is going to lose this game. They just did. 1917 just, is over. the final. It's yep. a final. That's 1917, a great movie. Minnesota win both games and Illinois loses and Purdue loses. Okay, so if they beat Iowa today and Illinois already lost and Purdue loses then Minnesota's the champ of the West. What a waste of time that was. Okay. That's complicated. Uh, all right, so uh, listen, 1917 uh, is oh, yeah. the final. I love it. Iowa's got work to do. I think they're actually bringing both teams out because it looks like there's one second left. So Illinois, I, I'm assuming, got the timeout. Or Illinois called a timeout. That is the discussion they're having with Brett Bielema right now. 
And they did pick up the first down, so the clock should have stopped when he was tackled. It should be one second left, if they're going to be honest about this. So Illinois should have the ball at about their own 40-yard line with one second left and an opportunity to, to throw deep. I don't even know if Illinois is capable of that, to be truthful with you. Uh, like I, I, I think uh, Illinois is probably just gonna their their passing attack has not been what they've relied on. No, and it's not. leaned on this year. It's been their running game. Yeah, it's been a long time since Juice Williams was there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like fourteen years. Yeah, how about that? Huh? Hey, you think I don't know Illinois football? Uh, Iowa beat them that year when they went to the Rose Bowl. Nobody cares. Shellacked by Nobody USC. Cares. You just didn't want me to bring that up. Okay, so here's the final play of the game. Uh, Illinois down 1917. They're going to throw deep left side. It's up in the air and it is it's incomplete. Nine. And Michigan is going to survive. So the game is on. The game between Michigan and Ohio State is on next week. Now all Ohio State needs to do is get it done against Maryland. The game is over. No, it's not now. It's over. It's all over. This game. We're just talking about this game. Yeah, but the game between Ohio State and Michigan is on next weekend, and Michigan has done their part, so maybe Ohio State will get it done against Maryland. You hope so, and then that way we all get an undefeated Michigan-Ohio State next week at the Horseshoe. A sigh of relief for the Michigan Wolverines. That was a fun one. All right, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. So, listen, a lot of people have accused this show of being too negative. I disagree. Now, I think we tell the truth maybe a little bit more harshly than other people. Maybe we're a little bit more critical with some things like comic books and bad music. You know, a lot of people out there are like, live and let live. Okay, fine. I'll live and let live. Don't be a loser. Like, we're not asking for a whole lot here. Point being is, we've been accused of being a little bit negative, and I don't want to be all that negative anymore. I'm tired of that. I don't want you to look at this show and just think I'm going to be in a bad mood whenever I listen to this show. That's not fair. That's not fair for anybody. So we decided, you know what? Why don't we start handing out some awards? And so the award that we are going to hand out again this week, much like we did last week, is the TGG or TGFG Game of the Week, whatever you want to call it. It's the Thank God for Gambling Game of the Week. And it goes to... Rams at Saints. Yeah, congratulations. The New Orleans Saints are back. They won the TGFG Game of the Week last week, the Thank God for Gambling Game of the Week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And you're probably wondering, what do you mean TGFG? Well, because if it wasn't for gambling, nobody's watching this game, I can assure you. The Saints and Rams qualify for this award because they're both bad football teams. And you're probably wondering, you're probably wondering to yourself, you know, well, what about the Rams just won a Super Bowl last year? I got news for you. A lot of things have changed since the Rams won that Super Bowl. Sean McVay vaping at the Super Bowl parade. I don't know if that impaired his coaching ability the next year, but whatever you want to call it, it was not a good look. He was talking about wanting to be a broadcaster. Now he's probably kicking himself thinking, I could have been sitting in a booth having fun, having a nice cocktail with my beautiful wife after the games are all done and said, but now he's got to sit there at SoFi and wonder why his team can't produce offense. Matt Stafford's back. Congratulations to the L.A. Rams. They're no longer starting Gary Oldman at quarterback. But still, the L.A. Rams are a bad football team, and it's not getting any better. And the New Orleans Saints made the egregious decision earlier this week to continue to want to start Andy Dalton. What did Jameis Winston actually do? I I would love to know. Is there something behind the scenes? Andy Dalton threw three picks 
in prime time and got promoted earlier this year. Now he's getting an opportunity to start again. I don't get it. Doesn't make any sense. So here we go. The New Orleans Saints, your first two-time winner of the TGFG Game of the Week, the Thank God for Gambling Game of the Week. Congratulations to everybody involved, starring Matt Stafford, supporting actor Sean McVape, best supporting actor and best supporting actor runner-up Andy Dalton, his second time winning the award as well. It's going to be a fun one. Although it's only a matter of time during that game before the Saints fans have to turn the other way because they're probably going to show a flashback of that NFC title game where they didn't call that P.I. <laughs> but don't worry, that's what cost him the game. Yeah, he sure wasn't that sure wasn't that interception by Drew Brees in overtime or the fact that the Rams still had to kick a 60-yarder to win the game in advance. Well, forget all that stuff. Let's just focus on, you know, what happened there. Good grief. So, congratulations. Uh, your TGFG Game of the Week, the Rams and Saints. All right. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Coming up next, uh, we're going to put a bow on this bad boy. We've got the scraps, and it involves somebody in the NFL who absolutely cannot win no matter what. It's yours right here on FSR. We don't need to bring Jonas in. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with five good things a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Snap is good. The ball's placed down. The kick is on the way. And the kick 
It's good! Jake Moody from 35 yards gives the Wolverines the lead, 19 to 17, with nine seconds remaining. DeVito in a shotgun, back to pass. Wolverines rush three. He steps up. He's going to fire it deep at the 20-yard line. Everybody jumps for it. It falls incomplete. And John Jansen, the Wolverines survive oh. and advance as Michigan improves to 11-0. Take a breath. There was Doug Karsh from Learfield on the call. Number three, Michigan surviving Illinois. Number four, TCU surviving at Baylor. Couple of fun games to kick off your college football Saturday here. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. By the way, if you missed any of this program, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com after, shortly after we go off the air. I will tweet that uh, from my Twitter account. You can always uh, check that out, and they'll have a full link there so you can listen to the entire show. Um, coming up in, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now, from the tyrac.com studios, you are going to have another edition of E from Salam and Steve Hartman. Steve Hartman, very nervous because he's got UCLA, his Bruins, playing host to the USC Trojans coming up later on. So uh, we will get into all that stuff for you here, and they'll have you covered on that again a little over 10 minutes from now. By the way, uh, some positive feedback here on the show. Shout out to David who writes in, go go take a trip to Buffalo and get buried in an avalanche so you'll end as Frosty, the bleepwad cracker snowman, you whiny millennial bleep. Anthony writes in, hey, F-boy, post some more bleep RIP Twitter when your fellow (laughs) bleep gobbler Elon Musk dismantles it. And you and your bleep bag circle will have to get back to posting more flaming bleep dances. He said that? At the Jonas Knox for the unedited version of that. So that's a a quick uh, review of the show. Wow. Uh, Right now, though, it's time for this. Jonas. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Bo Benson, to find out what the hell we've missed so far. Bo? All right. So uh, interim head coach uh, Jeff Saturday is back in action tomorrow as the Colts will take on the Eagles in his second game uh, at the post for the the Colts. Yeah. You know what sucks about this? Jeff Saturday, it's it's like a no-win situation. Because everybody acknowledges Indianapolis is not a great football team. I mean, they beat the Raiders last week. The Raiders are awful. I mean, like they've got all sorts of problems. Apparently, players don't like each other in Las Vegas. Like that's one of the stories that's out there. You got like uh, you know uh, the Mark Davis and Josh McDaniels, and uh, people are questioning you know why he's still there, and uh, they're talking about Mark Davis being cash poor. Blah 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 blah. And it's like Jeff Saturday goes in. The Colts win that game. He gets the opportunity to start Matt Ryan at quarterback. The Colts win that game. If they lose to Philadelphia, but they're competitive, he's still going to get crushed. Well, you know, I mean, this is what you get. What about all well, you know, all the people celebrating? It's like people already made their opinion on the hiring of Jeff Saturday and are already so outraged by it that no matter what he does, 
the second he trips up, they're going to be looking to pounce. And that's exactly what's going to happen if they lose this game. And they're projected to lose this game. They're close to, you know, more than a touchdown underdog at home against Philly, who's going to be really pissy about what happened on Monday night. So that's how it's going to play out. Next. Yeah, so uh, Saints quarterback Jameis Winston opened up in a uh, press availability this week saying, it hurts my soul. I lost my job due to injury. And the policy has always been you don't lose your job because of injury. Uh, as quarterback Andy Dalton is set to start tomorrow against the uh, Los Angeles Rams. I, I just, I don't get it. I really don't. Like, for, for a couple of fronts. Number one, it's not like Andy Dalton's played lights out. I mean, he hasn't played great. I mean, let's let's be honest here. It's not like he's played fantastically. And number two, just for entertainment purposes, let's throw Jameis Winston out there and start lighting the league on fire again. Everyone wants to point to the 30 interceptions he threw that year. He threw 33 touchdowns. I think he threw over 5,000 yards that year. All right, let's have some damn fun. New Orleans stinks. They're not doing anything. They're not going anywhere. So why not let Jameis out there? He's like a wild bull. Just let throw him out there and see what happens, you know? Like for Andy Dalton, it's just too safe. We're past the point. And it's especially weird because they don't even have their own first-round pick. They gave that to Philly yeah, so what last we, year, so is, it doesn't really matter. So what, are we, what are you trying to improve, your second-round pick? Like, come on. Yeah. Throw Jameis Winston out there, and let's have some fun here for a change. What else we got? All right. Uh, French star and 2022 Ballon d'Or. I'm not even going to try to say that. The Heisman uh, of soccer. Yeah. Uh, Kareem Benzema. He uh, could miss the World Cup after suffering a leg injury during training uh, on Saturday evening, wherever they practice. Man, let, let me tell you, you know what's great about the World Cup? The fact that it's going to be on, well, we're live on the air during the week. There's no sporting event that's on at 3 a.m. local time here in Southern California, 6 a.m. Eastern time. Other than, like, you'll get, like, the Australian Open or some crap like that. We're actually going to get, like, a legitimate event that's going to be on at that time. And now you've got, you know, Ecuador, players from Ecuador apparently being bribed like $7.4 million to throw a game, the opener tomorrow morning. Did you did you see the fake fans that they're paying in Qatar? Because I guess nobody's going. <laughs> Listen, yeah. you got to do what you got to do. You know, back in the day when, uh, when professional wrestling was really bad and they have to do TV shows, they would put up cardboard cutouts at some wrestling events to try and make the place look full. Listen, we got through the pandemic. We'll get through this. Everything's going to be fine. Jonas, son of a bitch. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 
6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Get in zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralask brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralask pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone.